we're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. Storman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Shane Turlio and Blair Gibson race by race analysis. Early preview for racing this weekend in Queensland. Doombin is our venue. Blair Gibson, BrizzyRaces.com.au. How are you? Good, thank you, James. Yourself? Yes, fantastic. From justracing.com.au and also Victory Thoroughbred, Shane Turlio. Shane, how are you? Sorry. Uh, yeah, good, James. Sorry, mate. I was just wiping that last bit of egg off my face from last Saturday. Um, it's uh, going going better than what I was this yeah, last Saturday, that's for sure. Well, you've perfect segue into it. We had the match race of the century last week. Gibbo v. Shane, Lifesaver v. Y. Catch him. And Lifesaver got the money in the uh, in the head-to-head duel. Yeah, the race, race probably stand uh, out for us. I was really happy with our bike run. He, he'll take a lot from that. Looking at him in the yard, he looked terrible. But uh, I thought Shane and, and the boys' horse run really good. I think you take the winner out. I think we've got to act like that horse wasn't in the race. He was just far too good, Mr. Marvelous. And... I thought the work that Waikakim did earlier, if that horse wasn't in the race, I think Shane's horse finds the fence, leads easier and, and probably wins the race in saying that. He's only been beat a long neck or something, I think second to fifth. So, yes, I was very happy with our bike, but I think their bike run really well as well. Shane? Yes, I don't disagree with Blair. Um, winner was a different gravy, as they say. Um, had a chat with Jeff Lloyd after the race, and he said that winner dropped up like a wet rag on the corner. And um, he, he just thought that our horse did a great job to box on the way he did up the straight because he'd certainly spent all his petrol just trying to get up and eyeball the, the, the winner. So winner went exceptional. Um, some ratings agencies saying Mr Marbaloo's ran nine lengths faster than average for the 1,050 and others saying about 11 lengths faster than average uh, at class for that class. So his uh, his win was certainly you know on par with times that win open handicaps over a thousand and fifty, not just the class three restricted Saturday race. So enormous effort from the horse. Really good to see that horse begin well. Um, use the inside gate, and you know he's uh, he's furnished into a into a really really good race horse. If he continue to use those banner uh, barrier manners uh, going forward, he's Kempy certainly got a very very good horse on his hands there. So well done yeah. to Team Kemp and. Um, we well, the rest of us live to fight another day, and I think what Gilo said was right. There'll be a few winners come out of that race as well. So, Yeah, we'll watch on and see how we go. We'll be we, uh, front up to a nine-race card this weekend from uh, Doombin. Now, we kick the race off, we kick the meeting off with a two-year-old handicap over 1,110 metres. Now, I want to talk about one horse here quickly, and I'm sure we've all read about it if you follow social media. But anyway, I'll get to it in a minute. Pinch Memory 250, accomplished for 20. Global Choice 550, only want to sing 6. She's Choosy 8. Red Steena, 850. Onward to Victory 10, which is... Um, well, Shane will tell us a bit more about it shortly. And Boom Sarah in 15. Now, Shane, I'll go to you first. I want to ask you anything, if you know anything about this horse, Red Steena. Now, Rex Lips first starter... As I said, if you follow on social media, you would have seen it. Open $51, unraced two-year-old. 
It's into eight fifty. So I want to ask you about that, and also, of course, on with the victory, which uh, you're involved with. So tell us a bit about it, and then once you've done that, tell us what you think of the race. Okay, so um, Onward to Victory has had a public trial with us. So it's a horse that we lease off um, Aquas through the Aquas Racing to Win program that they have. So they race a number of fillies uh, around Australia with different trainers and we're fortunate enough to, to get involved with them there to get one at Toowoomba. Um, she trialled really well last preparation behind subsequent, subsequent city winner uh, Rose's Charm, trained by John Zelke. Um, their horse just had a nice had a nice trial that day and Unfortunately, she went a little bit uh, a little bit chin sore after that, so we looked after her. She's come back. Uh, she's trialled up okay for this. Um, I still think she's a, she's a, probably a prep away. She'll, you know, I'm sure she'll race well on Saturday. I think there's a really good, really good amount of speed in the race, and she'll just get back and, and work the line. I'm, you know, I think she's a top four chance. Um, yeah. But I do think this is a, certainly this is an above average two year old race for this time of year in Queensland. I think we'll see some some form come out of this. Um, now, the people that are in Onward to Victory, I recorded a jump out for them, and I and I noticed that it was actually Rex Litt's horse that won the jump out that day, last Tuesday. Um, our filly was just in heavy shoes, tucked in behind them, and Rex's horse won the trial with Sky on, with Sky on it. Um, look, I didn't think there was a hell of a lot between them um, coming off that, but obviously I don't see you know Rex's horses work every week, so I don't know what it's done on the track before or since, but the money suggested it has got some ability, um, as you sort of alluded to earlier there, James, with the market moves early. So um, it's, probably worth, it's probably worth telling listeners anyway about these market movers, um, and it's no secret within the, within the game that there's certain, um, there's certain, you know, there's people that work at these corporates that look at certain accounts, and if, one, if a horse, you know, is, is backed, they have a good look at it, and, a lot of these guys um, that work at these corporates do sort of go and bet again themselves, if that makes sense, James. Um, they sort of cop the tip. That's why people like sports bet, you know, put up the early markets and cop the tip, if you like, and then go and, you know, bet back against that horse or back that horse at, at other places. So it has set off a bit of a chain reaction. I think the horse got as low as $8.50, um, sort of drifted out back to about $10 today, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident it'll start a little bit more than $10. Um, there might have been a, a bit of an overreaction. And um, uh, as we know, it doesn't take a lot of money to um, to set off something like this. So I was talking to one guy yesterday who I know he backed the horse on you bet um, at $31. He, he managed to get $125 on and it went from 31 into 15 So hmm. just a bit of an insight there on, on how those early markets work. So, Righto, well... Uh, We'll wait to see what happens on Saturday, but um, look, this race has got form point of view. She's Choosy comes from um, the provincial New South Wales circuit here, and it's got very good sectionals, good numbers. Um, in the ratings, I know some ratings people are tipping this horse to lead and win. Um, comes up from from Grafton. Look, it'll be the speed in the race. You've got pinch memory from Gate One, who would hopefully begin better today, and and. Um, Saturday and want to be forward. Um, Boom Sarah Accomplish is another on speed runner. There's going to be a lot of speed here, um, and I think you want to be on sort of the horse that can finish home over the top. And um, you'd have to look at a horse like Only Want to Sing, whose first up, whose first run in a race was huge, got beat point three F Troop, and then you can sort of forgive that wet track run and it's come back. It's trolled okay. It was played. The time was okay. Um, 
Robbie Heathcote has sort of flagged in the in the press this week that this horse is on a uh, golden slipper campaign. So um, it'd want to be win- it'd want to be winning first up here if it's going to go under that. But uh, yeah, look, I've got only one thing on top. I think there'll be a lot of speed with she's Tuesday accomplished. I think there might be a few there that just cut at each other and uh, and set it up for one just off the pace. That one, I think, is only one a thing, and I'm, I'm hopeful that Onward to Victory can race well and run into a place over the top of a few tiring ones late. So I'm, I'm happy to be on uh, only one a thing early, uh, around that $6.50 quote. Jibbo, your thoughts for first? Yeah, I think it's a good race. Um, don't really know much. I think you have to take Shane Steer to the unraced ones. It's sort of probably that good of a race. I might not want to be betting. I think I only want to sing. Was really good behind F Troop. I thought the recent trial was good. Uh, really got the trial of Global Choice for months. Sort of looked a real jump and run early two-year-old type. I thought they might have gone midweek and just made a moral of it. But um, look, I'm respecting it and only want to sing probably on top. But just with the unknowns, I don't think I'll I'll play the first. Let's have a look at race number two on the card here. Benchmark seventy thousand and. 50 metres, uh, early scratchings, take out the 14, which is vital love. Now, just an update here, early markets here, secret mode 380. Now you see 460, Prudangel 460, Yarra Power 5, Money Rope 12, Alakora 17, Seliqua 17, Lipsync 18, 20 to 1 or longer about the remainder there. Shane, I'll go to you first again, particularly considering the second favourite in the market here. Now you see... Races in the blue V. Yeah, um, no thirty-one dollars available this week like there was last week before they got washed out or the week before. Um, look, she's uh, she's had three jump outs. Um, you know, we give her three jump outs, two jump outs to go and resume at uh, Doom, and two weeks to go. Obviously, they got washed out, so they give her a nice little quiet jump out last Tuesday just to keep her ticking over. Um, I think from gate one, we can ride because she's rock hard fit with those three jump outs. Um, you know she can she can possibly hold up from the from gate one and hold the fence. Maybe Yarra Power gets her back, um, and then you've got horses like Squeamy and stuff. You know that are drawn out side her. Um, you know she's probably going to get a little bit further this preparation too. She's bigger and stronger, so we're probably going to have to ride her aggressive and hope that she can lead and and um, and be too strong. Hopefully, uh, you know she's certainly a trialer and she's um, she's in good nick, so she'll race really well. I think Yarra Power's the danger, sits on its back, uh, hopefully sits on its back anyway, hopefully it doesn't take us on. Um, and a little something on Siliquaba too, because uh, if the speed does uh, get very hot early, uh, it's going to be the one out the back getting home, running on late. So, um, look, I think now you see we'll run a race. I'm, I'll be happy to have something on her each way around that, you know, 480 or $5 and $2 a price mark at this stage. And a little something silly quiet just in case the speed is overdone and uh, it'll be the fresh horse on the scene late. It's around $17. So uh, they're the two early ones for me, Jay. Gibbo, race two. Yeah, I think um, Victory can get a winner here. Now you see from the inside gate, I think front will just push up, hold it, hold them out. All this, a lot of speed that wide, they'll burn themselves over 1,050 being wide. They're not worried about those drawn out there. Where a power gets her back. Jay Lloyd uh, could be the danger, and I've had something with Pillar at the $17, $19. think clearly the best of the sweepers, just that pattern's not real good around Doombin, but uh, pretty keen. Now you see, I uh, think she'll be winning. 
Okay, so confidence there from Gibbo about now you see in the second. What about the third here? Cutest three-year-old, 1,050 for the Phillies. Early scratchings here. We take out seven, which is Rebel Saga. Early market here on uh, the Tatsbet market we have for the third. She's our star for 20, Sister Rack for 40, Alleviator for 60, Scape to Paris 5, Satoga 8, don't leave me out, 9, Excalibur Zonies 15, Wonder Boom 15, Lord Ragnar 26, Love's done $101, Shane, race 3, the um, three-year-olds. Yeah, nothing for me. Um, this is not the easiest race to dissect with um, you know a few that are resuming here and um, Sister Rack obviously was a good winner at the Sunny Coast. Um, and has drawn wide here, so it just makes it a different, you know, it's a different proposition for it all together. Alleviator coming off a, a first up win, um, uh, you know, beat, it was just a win, I thought, beat Deep Lead and Lucky Deal, and who haven't exactly set the world on fire. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one that I'm just happy to wait to see what the final field looks like and have a look at the market moves, um, as we get closer to race time. Gibbo, your thoughts here, the third? Yeah, warm to one here. Um, Gates of Paris. Uh, you've got a lot in the way Sister Act and you know, a few of these are going, but look, I just thought she showed last prep that she was sort of above Saturday grade. She did race, finish last prep off in two listed races, uh, run second in, in them both. I uh, thought both were great efforts. 1,050 is short enough for her, but I think there's good speed here. You've got a lot of speed drawn out. I think they'll... There's, more than half the field are going to want to go forward and push on and she can just pop in behind her from gate four and I'm hoping she just needs a bit of luck in the corner to get to to get out and I think if she does, I think she's more than capable to, to run over them so I think she's around 550 or something. If that's the case, I'm, I can't sort of see her missing a place. I'd be, might have something each way or, or maybe something just straight but um, yeah, it did start to warm to skate to Paris in the third. The fourth, the open handicap over the mile, just eight acceptors, no early scratchings to report. Your market here for the fourth. Torgerson is a uh, short price favourite, dollar sixty-five. Raisin Moss three sixty. Glendara eight fifty. Colour Charge ten. Chivadali sixteen. Then you go to twenty-one and better the remaining three. Change the batting order. Gibbo, Torgerson short, dollar sixty-five. Does it look the winner? Nice and quick here. Leave me out. Yeah, just a small field. Small fields. I just small fields, high speed. You know, he should win, but yeah, uh, not interested in the race. Shane, I'm just adjusting my tin foil hat here, James. I've got a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm, okay. I'm looking for a reason not to tip a dollar sixty-five because that doesn't make for good listening on any podcast. There's enough podcasts out there. It's uh, tip favourites, week in, week out. There's a 1,600-metre listed race at Doomin in two weeks' time. Maybe Torgerson just needs to just get ready for that this week. and Maybe um, maybe there's bigger fish to fry down the track than winning this. I don't know. Um, don't know whether I was that impressed with its run last time. It was very dour. It is switch. Maybe the Ipswich track didn't suit it. Obviously, it's the obvious favourite, get back, run on. You know, is there a horse that can race on speed and, and give it something to catch and maybe, you know, exploit it? I don't know that there is, to be honest. Um, maybe colour charge at a pinch, but, you know, it's not a race that I want to play into with a dollar sixty-five in anyway. So we'll just give it a miss, I think.
might be the best way to do it. I did notice Glendara's accepted again. Um, yeah. Made, made it my best last week. Um, uh, I think I assume I, it didn't end up in the run where you hoped or thought it would. Yeah, in, dra- in front. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, has settled closer over shorter trips and it has run well when it's settled in the first three or four. Uh, he snagged it back to last and give it absolutely zero. It's got big two lengths. Give it absolutely none. Uh, I noticed that Larry Cassidy goes on this week. I'm not having a bet. Let's have a look at let's have a look at the fifth race five on the card here is the class three plates over the mile early scratchings here take out uh, the ten is already out here of the fifth so it's the only early scratching and I speak of God's own girl so it comes out. Now, looking at the market here for you for early players, nice and open this. Arizona, 550. Rhyming, 550. Musterage, 550. Diamond R, 7. Rancho Montoya, 750. Wild Ava, 9. Spiral, 11. Top Ravine, 16. 20 to 1 and longer about the uh, remainder here. Shane, first of all, I'll go to you because you've got two engaged here. Mustard at 5.50, FOMO at 26. No jock on FOMO, so I'm assuming it's going to be saved for another day. Yes, um, unfortunately we drew gate 11 with FOMO, which is a bit of a shame because, um, you know, he's an on-speed runner and there's, uh, it could just get a bit messy from out there and he's only second up off that little bit of a break that I spoke to you guys about last time with his little bit of a virus that he had and um, we'll save him for, for next week. Um, he's going really good. I'm, you know, he can, and that's part of the reason, you know, you want to make sure that you're going to the races to win and from gate 11... It's just not going to work out well. You know, there's a bit of speed inside him. There's Audrey, there's Arizona, who look the obvious too. So, you know, he's going to have to do a bit of work and we don't want to, we don't want to gas him second up off that little bit of a break. So he'll go to the races next week and be very hard to beat. Um, but uh, this week, Mustard will go around from gate one. Um, he was excellent last Saturday, I thought, for him. Obviously, he's a 2,000 metre on pace runner. Um, he comes through the run that well is the reason why he's in this week. Um, I think Jeff can be a little bit aggressive. I mean, early, if Arizona and Audrey want to work to the front, they can. And, and you know, Jeff's got a, a nice, you know, strong fit horse underneath him that he can make the others work a little bit. Um, he's, he's certainly a good each-way hope, for sure. I don't think Rancho Montoya is going. Uh, he was one in the market um, who who's had some raps on him. Um, and I think both Gibbo and I have been against him a few times, but I think he's going back to the provincials, I read somewhere today. So I think, Mustard, I think Mustard's a, a really good each-way hope. I'm happy to, happy to be on him, and uh, fingers crossed. Gibbo, your thoughts here? Race number five? Yeah, totally agree. I I think he's a great each-way chance, and I think there's a few others in the race. A good little race, actually. I think it would be a good, a good betting race. Um, I'm a fan of Diamond Zara. He's won three of his last four. I just think he wants the edge out of the track, so I'm not exactly risking him, but I just, if it was a wet track, I'd probably lean his way, but he stays at the 59 kilos. I'm not real keen on the race he won last week, but I do think this is sort of a suitable assignment. Mustard gets a really nice run here, and I really liked the run last week. I thought it was a, a pointer for something like this. And maybe he'll want, you know, 1,800 next time and he, he might just get better as he goes into the prep. But this is more than winnable. I think if he runs up to last week, he wins here. Uh, I think the best roughy 
easily pleased around $21. Uh, it did win in town, uh, this, this track and trip actually, last prep. Um, also run the start before that was, uh, run against Care to Think, run good that day. That was the race that the horse, about six horses from that race won next start. He was one of them. I, I just like the second up run at Grafton. He, they went really slow. He circled them from about 14th and sort of just knocked up late, but, but he was good there. He goes in quaddies for sure, please. Um, and a horse like Wild Aver, um, could improve, gets out, jumps to the 1600, but, um, does go through the line well, so that must do each way that play in this race, I think. Let's have a look at the six. Now it is the benchmark 80, 1200 metres. A few early scratchings to report here. Scratch one, Boomwah. Eight, Just Orm. Nine, Nalverna State. Twelve, Mashani Honcho. Thirteen, Zende. Sixteen, Nilet. So they are the scratchings here. Your market to, uh, to have a look at here. Publishing Power, 280. Petit is 460, Miracaba 650, Colonel 750, I've got an L8, Corsa King 12, Bow Dragon 16, Talavant 19, 21 about Real Ego, 26 about Flaming Aces, 41 about Marksville. Shane, race 6, your thoughts? If there's any question uh, on publishing power running a strong 1200, May, I think it's a, little, a little bit of that would have been answered last start uh, in its win. Obviously, this is a different gravy here. Um, um, I still think um, it's the one for me. Um, I think I've, I think it can just map just a little bit better than what it did last time it went to town. Had to go three deep early. I'm really pleased to see a senior jock on it in town and not try and take the claim here. I think that's going to be important for this horse. Um, I think it can land one out, one back, and I think it'll be too good for them late. Uh, Croquettes. From gate four is one that could push forward. Colin L pushes forward possibly as well. Um, and I just think that it just, it just maps the publishing power can get the right run in and it's on top of me. Gibbo, the sixth? Yeah, it'll be winning, I think. Um, you go on that last 1,200-metre run and the second to have a say last prep, and I think that shows that it'll be strong through the 1,200. Not 100% sure. About the flat run two ago, but it was in good company and everyone everyone has an off day. I think you just forgive that. Uh, on the win, last start at Toowoomba, uh, I think he'll be he'll be winning. If he can sit in the first four to six, first two to three pairs in running, I think he'll beat them. Let's have a look at the seventh, and here it is, the benchmark 75 over 2,030 metres. Scratch here the eighth, colour of money. So the no other early scratchings to report. We'll have a look now at the market for you here for uh, for this event. So race seven, we've got nine on the card from Doombin. Now the prices to look at here: Karini four, Shieldwall five fifty, Houdini the Great seven fifty, maybe even New ten, Contralto twelve, Doubtifying twelve, Idle Situation thirteen, Perilous Love seventeen, Saunders seventeen, Courtstar seventeen, Stareco twenty one. And then $26 or longer about the remainder here. So uh, we'll go to you, Gibbo. Your thoughts here? The seventh, any thoughts? No, I'd be lying to you if I told you I'd done the race or that I cared much about it. <laughs> Handball straight across to you, Shane. Your thoughts then, the seventh? Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit more all encompassing than Blair. <laughs> 
Um, I think there's some good speed in this race, and I think, uh, although drawn wide, maybe even you is a horse that can't be ignored. Um, obviously, it steps up in trip here this week, gets to 2,000 off um, a couple of nice wins. Um, really, uh, it was a really good effort last start on the heavy. I know that it did travel well in the run, and you know, it looked like it was going to just plough away. But when Jeff uh, let her go, she sort of just struggled a little bit on the heavy track, and certainly didn't um, didn't get through it that well but was still able to win the race and you look at a horse like Rhyming who um, yeah, surprise, uh, surprisingly loomed up to win and didn't um, you know she's done a good job I thought uh, she's one to follow out of that race she can um, she can sort of just get back from the gate with a little bit of speed on I thought a horse like Ruby Guru was uh, interesting here it's run on the heavy 10 was um, was was good I thought um, didn't have a lot of weight because they wanted to be positive which they will again uh, and uh, I don't know that she handled the heavy all that well she looked gone from about the thousand Ruby Guru and she kept whacking away I thought the run was full of merit I think that she might be one that's over the odds uh, if they get back on a firming track here Saturday and um, she's ridden aggressive with no weight I think um, you know she's certainly a sneaky chance to um, you know you I know you've got horses like Court Star that can go forward um, and, and inject some speed into the race but I think just those horses that are coming off that heavy track run, this is a totally different um, situation here this Saturday. And, um, it just changes the, the complexity of the race. Um, and I just thought a horse like Ruby Guru out on speed, I hope it at a big price, and maybe even you, um, like I said, up in trip, can get back and get a nice, nice cushy run and, and be flashing at them late. So uh, hoping a little bit more money. Again, hoping more money goes up the hill this week like last week, and I'm happy to take those two at the price uh, as an early bet. So they are numbers 11, which is maybe even new, and the 15, which is uh, Ruby Guru. So um, You'd be doing work to have a couple of bucks on those at the big prices. Okay, so there we go. So we've got a couple to look at there. Let's have a look at race number eight on the card here, open handicap 1,110 metres. Looking at your early scratchings here, scratch 11, Colonel, and 15, Zenday. Market here for race number eight. Sees the field look this way. Supreme effort is sorry, I've gone away from you now. Supreme effort is four eighty, Malverna State four eighty, Boomwire five, Tizo nine, El Mio Destino nine, Stella Ombra eleven, Kasani Tomso twelve, Rado fifteen, just on sixteen, hard stride sixteen, we go to twenty six dollars or longer about the other three. Shane, your thoughts here, the eight? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I was sort of initially thought, uh, you know, supreme effort. Um, you look through the speed map. There's um, it sort of maps to get to you know to get a pretty good run. You have got horses like Boomwire drawn wide, which sort of only knows one way. Upstart pride races best um, when ridden aggressive. I think um, you know just there's a couple there's a couple others there that can. That can be on speed, so I'm not really sort of you know too keen at this stage. I couldn't identify it in this over the odds. I think Supreme Effort's about right. Melbourne Estate, nice win last time. Horse on the up, drawn well. Probably gets through the fences. You know, he's, when I say drawn well, drawn to get a nice run, but it's going to need some luck from the inside. I don't particularly like Gate One on these types of horses to get back and run on. I'd like to sort of. I prefer it in the running line and be able to get three deep with cover and then four deep up the straight and sort of thing and, and rip home where 
it will need a bit of luck from the inside gate, but it's likely it's in it well at the weights. Uh, gets a nice run, it gets a bit of luck. I think it can run over them late. But uh, like I said, I think they're all about their right price right now. So nothing, nothing at the early players just yet. Gibbo, anything to add? The eight? Yeah, no, similar sort of story. I'm, at first glance, I'll be looking at possibly Supreme Effort um, and Melbourne Estate. Uh, same query as Shane. They draw in. They're not horses that will hold that spot sort of in the first couple of pairs, you wouldn't think. So that can be a little issue, but they're, they're the way I'm looking at the moment, but some more to do on the race. Okay, let's have a look at the lucky last then, race number nine, and we uh, line up here for a class six, 1,350 metres at set weights. The scratchings here, publishing power to six, because it goes around an earlier race, courts the king, the nine, same story, goes around in an earlier race. So they are the only early scratchings to report to you here. Looking at the market, and again, it's an open race here for Tensky 4, Jaden Tom 440, Prioritise 650, Let's Party Marty 7, Oink 8, Clockwork Orange 9, Magnadoy 11, Vinehold 14, Burgerac 21, then you got $35 and longer about the remainder. Shane, anything to steer us into on the lucky last? Not early, um, just because... There's a few that without jocks and scratchings and that sort of stuff and deductions could become an issue. But um, talk about horses on on the up through the grades. Um, Bergerac certainly fits that mould as a horse that um, I don't mind coming through the grades. Um, I think the 1350 is a suitable sort of trip for it too. Um, it was a good enough win last time. And, uh, you know, when winning at the Sunny Coast. Uh, like I said, it's got no jockey, so I'm not exactly sure what it's, what's uh, what's happening there. I know that Steve Trigo has prioritised in the race as well. Um, I'm not sure, James, you're sort of a man that's connected. I'm not sure whether that um, the Bookmakers Association of Queensland have commissioned a statue to be made for prioritise or not. There was a bit of a rumour going around there was. Um, <laughs> it's done favourite often and often gets rolled. Through no fault of anyone either, by the way. I was talking to Steve Trigo at the races on Saturday, and uh, I'm sure Steve is as frustrated as every other, more more frustrated more so than any punter could possibly be with this horse. It's just, it invariably does things wrong. He wants to run towards the running rail every time, and it's just a hard horse to steer, and it's just very frustrating for all concerned. So the day that uh, it does switch on, it would be nigh unbeatable in anything it, it, uh, it goes in, but... I'm just going to have to concede it continues to go around without mine. Jaden Tom was a, a good win last week. I'm not sure whether it backs up here again. Another of the unknown sort of force on the backup. Thought it was a super ride from Brad Stewart making Dream Master work early, holding it back, and then you know coming off and coming off its back and not giving it a, an easy sort of fraction and just putting it away well. So it's um, obviously it's a horse that it's got plenty of ability. You'd imagine after winning a 1200 metre race in town, you know, a race like the um, the Wheatwood or something is whatever he sort of Toowoomba trainer wants to, to aim up at, so it could be one going that way as well. But um, as far as the market's concerned, I think that they're all... There's not a lot of meat on the bone anywhere there, I don't think, just yet. So I'm just happy to see what happens with Bergerac. If I decide to go with Bergerac in that race and not prioritise, it's a horse that I could be on at $20 because I think it's a horse going to its grades. OK. Gibbo, your thoughts on the lucky last? Yeah, no, there's a lot there. I... I haven't had a look at it. I wouldn't want to steer anyone now because I'd just be making it up. 
So for a look then at the nine race card, all right, let's recap any early plays. Gibbo, what are your best early at this stage or early suggestions for, for people if they want to bet early? Uh, I don't think anything's really... I'm not stealing any prices, um, but I think Publishing Power should probably win race six, but I'm, I'm not sure how much shorter than 260 he'll get. Um, I think... Um, possibly State to Paris, maybe State yep. to Paris each way. In the third, um, yep. And, and now you see as well, but I'm not sure she'll get too much shorter either. Um, so they're probably the ones, but I don't think there's any like great steals at the, at the odds. All right, so Gibbo's best early suggestions at this stage, uh, race two now you see, race three, State to Paris, uh, race six, Publishing Power. Shane, early plays for the punters? Yeah, let's... Um, Let's go to race six, James. Uh, race seven. Race seven, the 2,000 metre race. Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, I thought you could have a, a, a shilling by a trippance on Ruby Guru at the prices. It's 31 and 8.50. 8. Um, yeah, not bad early shopping for a horse that gets in low in the weights, races on speed. Tough, you know, she's a tough competitor, so not the worst. And... Um, Maybe even you. I think we're getting a good price because it's got gate 13 and Nathan Day takes the steer and she's double figures and it's a, it's definitely a winning hope as well. And um, As far as early plays are concerned, I think that's as good a place to go shopping as any on a Thursday afternoon. All right, so that's race seven. So the two to consider there, maybe even you, which is at the $10 at the moment, and Ruby Guru, which is at $26. Okay, well, we'll update... On uh, Saturday morning, we'll have another competition giveaway there as well. So I've delivered the goods to our winner today, actually from last week. So I've got a bit more gear to, to give away. Ladbrokes have sent me up a heap of stubby coolers as well. So we'll add them into our competition. I've got our, some, our friends at Ladbrokes, James. Yes, and I've got some fight tickets to give away to a fight night here in Toowoomba on March 10. So I've got a few prizes to throw into our prize pack. Well worth winning for a competition there. And we'll be... We'll be on the Gold Coast, so we're doing a role reversal here. So Gibbo's going to be there in person, and you'll be uh, you'll be on the on the big screen, so to speak. I'll be on the road to Dooman, I'd reckon, Saturday morning. Early start. Yeah, not not as not as early as Ipswich tomorrow, but but early all the same. <laughs> yeah, nice and early at Ipswich there to beat the heat. So yeah, so, so we'll talk Saturday morning at. Seven thirty, so everyone tunes into that on our uh, Facebook Live. Remember, as always, they follow the guys. Uh, BrizzyRacing.com.au, jump on the Gibbo's website there. Shane, of course, has all the form for um, uh, justracing.com.au. So um, it's their form analyst there. So we'll see all of his selections up on their site. And as always, follow the guys on Twitter. So there we go. So that's it. So pretty tame this afternoon, man. Yeah, it was. Um, I, was, I think I'm just still... I'm still just still a little bit crushed from last Saturday. Um there's a lot of Toowoomba people there at the race this Saturday and it was um it was quite intoxicating the uh the energy and the excitement about uh, a few local horses going around and I was drinking soda water which really tested my mettle so I'm nearly ready to freshen up and go back down the hill and we'll and, be right. And it cost you two hundred for charity as well, I just realised as well. Yeah, but that's okay because that's um that's a couple of free tickets to ride the karma bus for when I get on the punt this week, so that's all fine, I'll win that back. 
Right, well, man, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I look forward to talking to you again Sunday morning. I'll see you on the coast, Giver. Yeah, buddy, eh? Good part of the world. Sure is, God country. <laughs> right, hey, guys, enjoy. Thanks for your company. I'll talk to you Sunday morning. Cheers, see you Toowoomba, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. This is Racing Nation.